0: Welcome to the NutraCast, a production by Nutra ingredients USA. I'm Danielle Masterson. Thank you for joining me here on the NutraCast, where we talk and share insights from inside the nutrition industry. From personalized packaging to smart tech and sustainable packaging, there have been a lot of advancements in recent years within the dietary supplement industry. So what are some of the trends shaping the market, and how do we stay on top of those given the supply chain woes? OKCapsule provides the technology, products, fulfillment, and strategic support for companies and has a few insights on what companies can expect. Joining me now from Reno is OKCapsule's CEO and co-founder, Dr. Andrew Brandeis. Hi, Dr. Andrew, and welcome to the NutriCast.
1: Hi, Daniel. Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for joining me. So talk to me a little bit about how OKCapsule got started.
1: Sure. So a few years ago, I was starting to see some trends in the industry that were veering towards more personalization. So there was companies like um, Care of or Persona that were building their own direct consumer personalized interfaces, and then they would ship personalized daily packs to their customers. And it seemed like this is such a great end consumer experience to make the transition from maybe opening multiple plastic bottles per day. To opening, like, you know, one or two personalized, customized, made for me, made for you daily packets. Uh, The problem, though, is that it's a pretty big lift for most supplement companies to make that offering for themselves. There's you know, millions of dollars worth of equipment. There's millions of dollars worth of uh, tech infrastructure that has to go into place in order for a supplement company to be able to make the transition from bottles to personalized packs for their customers. So I saw this as an opportunity uh, instead of each supplement company, instead of each of them in making that investment on their own, it struck me that there's an opportunity to create a platform that it's pretty plug and play turnkey for supplement companies to make that transition from bottles to pack daily packets uh, without a big upfront investment and you know the analogy that i like to use for this is like if you say wanted to start selling like sneakers on the internet your first step isn't to build a payment processor that would be ridiculous it'd be expensive it's not your business model it's not your core competency you outsource that to a company that just does payment processing and you pay them, you know, 2 or 3% for the service. So our model is similar in that we're that like infrastructure layer where supplement companies can really lean on us to do everything that's not their core competency to go f- to make that transition from bottles to packets.
0: Yeah, so what year was that when you founded OK Capsule?
1: I think it was 2019 when we founded it. Okay. Just, so, before, just before the
0: pandemic. Okay. And so how has business been since then? It's probably been a little bit hectic, I imagine.
1: It's been a roller coaster for sure. Um, I think like everybody, we've run into the supply chain disruptions. We've run into companies who were getting ready to launch with us, suddenly had to pivot and change their model. We ran into other companies that wanted to make the transition from retail to e-commerce. So that was good for us. So, you know, definitely highs and lows. We had to play a lot of uh, offense and defense that we weren't expecting. Uh, The other kind of silly thing that happened to us was we got our first facility. We got all the machines sort of like delivered and ready to go. I think a week before the country shut down. So we were planning on spending a lot of time at our facility, traveling cross-country from our homes to where our facility was, and ended up not being able to do that and had to set up our first facility remotely. It was a stressful and hectic time, but the plus side of that is that the employees that we had at the time ended up becoming experts in the machinery that we had. And fortunately, they're still with us today and they've just become like, you know, outstanding uh, members of our team because they had they were just kind of thrown into the into the mix early on, which which wasn't the expectation, but it ended up in the long run being being good for us.
0: Oh, That's great to hear, because, as you know, I'm sure there's been so much turnover with so many different companies. So that's pretty amazing.
1: Yeah, Yeah, no, I mean, there was a lot of things that weren't great about it, but it was just (laughs) one little cherry on top.
0: Okay. (laughs) Okay, so that was 2019. It's 2023. Uh, What has it been like in the past year or so, especially given all the issues with supply chain?
1: Yeah, so this was sort of another problem that had a hidden opportunity in it. So the way like a typical supply chain for a supplement company might work is they might manufacture their own finished product from raw materials that they source around the world. They might use a contract manufacturer for some of their products. They might use a command for all of their products or a contract packager. And there aren't too many contract packagers that do daily packets. And there certainly aren't any that can do personalized daily packets. We're, We're the only one. So if you're used to buying finished product from a a contract manufacturer there's a lot of things that need to go right upstream and then you you know your your finished product is made and it might get then sent to your distribution center or your 3pl Um, and that that's a that's a big process one thing that we were sort of fortunate on is that our whole model does what's called delayed differentiation so we delay the differentiation of our product to as far down the, the line as, as we can uh, because every product is is custom unique to the end consumer. So we benefit from buying large quantities of bulk capsules, tablets, or soft gels that come into our warehouse and then we, we have them in bulk and then we're processing them daily into these packets. So we've like, instead of having to buy a finished product in a bottle from a contract manufacturer or packager, we end up creating them on the fly. So it really reduces the supply chain disruptions because we just need, you know, our magnesium and our calcium and vitamin C in bulk on our shelves. And we've got plenty of lead time to build our inventory. So if one manufacturer happens to you know, not be able to get the raw material for a vitamin C, we could just go to another co-man. And since we have enough reserves, we've been able to kind of get ahead of all that. So we've been really fortunate in that when we get an order, when, you know, a, a client sends us an order for us to process and drop ship for them we get it out generally the next day. And we haven't really had too many hiccups on that all throughout the pandemic. And, and I think that's really largely attributed to our, our unique model.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like you've got it figured out. You mentioned soft gels and capsules and things. What are some different formats that you work with?
1: So we work exclusively with personalized daily packets and anything that makes sense to go into a packet. So today that's capsules, tablets, and soft gels. But one, you know, there are other things that we're considering like stick packs and proteins. Really, anything that would make sense to personalize for an end consumer that goes into an environmentally or eco-friendly packaging is something that we're interested in. You know, one of our our missions is to sort of remove plastic from the wellness supply chain. You know, I believe that wellness for people shouldn't come at the expense of wellness for the planet. Mm -hmm. So all of our packaging um, is, is compostable like these, you know, compostable packets. Uh, But even if they were plastic, um, you know, a typical order for us is about five pills in it. So five plastic bottles of pills uh, weighs about 200 and 250 grams of plastic. Our packaging weighs about 30 grams. So even if it wasn't compostable, even if it was made of plastic, we'd still be saving about 200 grams of plastic for every order we ship. So as long as there's a product that could be personalized into an eco-friendly packaging for an end consumer, our, our platform can handle it.
0: Okay. Was it difficult coming up with packaging that's compostable?
1: Yes, and it remains difficult. So there's <laughs> there's a few challenges. Um, one is that there's uh, there's limited suppliers that provide uh, the kind of packaging that we need to be FDA approved to hold supplements and have like a, a good shelf life. So th- that's a challenge in that there's limited suppliers. The other challenge is the cost it's about 10 times more expensive for a compostable packet to a packet that looks and feels similar that is, is non-compostable. Uh, and so that's that's a challenge, but it's also one that like it's, it's trending in the right direction. More consumers want compostable packaging, more suppliers are offering it. And when that sort of converges, the cost tends, tends to come down. Um, and as we grow, we get bigger purchasing power. So we're able to buy larger quantities of things. So it's all converging and trending in the right direction. But it's, you know, it's, it's still a challenge.
0: Yeah, yeah. Consumers are definitely on the lookout for things that are environmentally friendly. What other trends are you seeing?
1: Well, definitely a trend in wellness towards personalization. And I think that that's the result of a few different factors. So one is we're sort of seeing personalization everywhere from you know my search results in google can be personalized to me to now i can 3d print clothes online that are custom tailored to me i can design sneakers online that are personalized to me but i think in wellness is where personalization makes the most sense mm-hmm. i i was a physician and you know i, I used to have a practice in san francisco And what I kind of realize is, you know, a doctor is a personalization engine. You don't go to a doctor to get a generalized uh, recommendation, right? Well, hey, you know, everybody does this thing. Maybe it's good for you, too. You go to a doctor to collect as much data as you can on your unique situation, and then you get their expertise making a personalized recommendation for you. And so I think, like, in wellness is where personalization makes the most sense, right? So I always wanted to scale what I could do as an individual doctor and this platform, and I and I was an expert in in using supplements in my practice. So this platform sort of enables me to really help all the end consumers of the, of the product get what they need. And, and I think that's like a major trend we're seeing in wellness. We're also seeing trends towards more sustainable packaging. And I think that's, it's a big one, but Consumers aren't quite ready to pay extra for sustainable packaging, but it is certainly an expectation uh, that they have. I think we're also seeing something where uh, consumers are being a little more forgiving with lead times or, or shipping times. You know, if they order a product, you know, oftentimes I think you'll see like, oh, well, it's out of stock. We'll, we'll send it in a week or two. And I think I'm not saying that's good or bad. I, I'm just I, I've seen a little bit more leeway given from from end consumers
0: on on products. That's good to hear. What about ingredients? I imagine you probably see your share of ingredient trends.
1: Yeah, for sure. It used to be that you would take a a supplement to kind of help bring you up to baseline. So, you know, here's my baseline and, oh, I've got scurvy i fell below baseline so I'll, I'll take some vitamin c right and that that's that's like where that's how it used to be a long time ago was we use supplementation to kind of bring us up to baseline when our diets were lacking and i think now what we're seeing and you know it's been trending for a while but i think now what we're seeing is like well here's my baseline but i want to optimize my baseline i want to move my baseline up and then i want to move it up again and i, I really want to optimize my my wellness and so we're seeing like more efficacious, more bioavailable forms of ingredients. You know, minerals, for example, might be a category that aren't so bioavailable. It could be hard to absorb and, and utilize. But we have more bioavailable forms of, of minerals coming on the market because you know consumers now not only want to feel a difference, they also want to see a difference in, in their test results because now we've got at-home testing. So I think it's sort of driving the market to make sure that what we're putting in the pills that consumers are putting in their mouths are actually getting digested and absorbed and making it into their body. Because, of course, just because you put something in your mouth doesn't mean it actually makes it into your body. Right.
0: You could Mm -hmm. excrete
1: it. So I think we're seeing more bioavailable forms of ingredients. And then I also think we're seeing new categories of ingredients such as nootropics. They've been around for a while but we're seeing more people interested in, for example, optimizing their cognitive function. So again, like, you know, my baseline might be fine, but you know, maybe I'm aging a little bit, maybe I'm noticing a little bit of decline, nothing major, nothing to call a doctor about, but I want to optimize it. So is there a category of, of product that can satisfy that? And, you know, for the cognitive function, neurotropics is an example. And I, and I think there's, with all the biohackers now that are being uh, public and sharing some good information, we're just seeing new categories of ingredients making their way, and then of course they're also riding the trend of of being efficacious.
0: Yeah, and speaking of information out there, what are your thoughts on things like TikTok? Do you think it does more harm than good, or what's your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, that's a really good question. I have very mixed feelings on it. So on the one hand, you know, it's it's. Great to have platforms where people can share evidence. I, I love citizens scientists, right? I, I'm one myself. I, I experiment on myself all the time, but I also know better than to than to share my results when you know we have an n of one. And when and what n of one means is you know when you have a when you have a scientific study, n is the number of people in the study, and the higher the number, the more reputable the study. You know, if the, if if it's an n of ten thousand, you could be like, okay, these results are probably pretty good. N of one is like, okay, well, it worked for one person. Will it work for 10,000? I don't know. But if there's 10,000 people who each do an N of one study on themselves, and if there's a platform that can sort of uh, aggregate those results, then it makes for interesting data. Um, I'm not saying it's good data, but it's it's interesting. And I think platforms like TikTok, you know, allow citizen scientists to have maybe a bigger microphone than they should, uh, because they'll... I have these great results on myself. Everyone should try it. But then maybe maybe it's actually the wrong, maybe it's the opposite therapy that someone needs for their particular instance. However, uh, what does excite me is the rise of AI. So AI is doing a pretty decent job today of making some recommendations. It's, it's certainly, if you ask an AI, like, you know, make a health recommendation, it'll always say, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I, I can't answer that. But if you push it, uh, you can get some decent recommendations today. And I think tomorrow in the future, um, AIs will be able to make really good recommendations. And then if you couple that with some an influencer on TikTok making a recommendation, we might see some interesting trends. We might see some things surface that otherwise wouldn't because, you know, the typical model for things surfacing has money behind it to to promote it. And some supplements just—it's not worth it to promote it because they're not patentable, they're inexpensive, no one's really going to make any money. And if I did invest in promoting it, I'm promoting it for all my competitors too. So, you know, for those, for all those reasons, platforms like TikTok are interesting and hopeful to me. But I don't think we're quite there today.
0: Uh, for your company, do you use yeah. AI at OK Capsule?
1: Um, We are going to. So the platform today allows any supplement business to sell personalized supplements through our platform and they send us the order, right? So it might be, say, a blood test company that says, hey, you know, for customer Jim, send him vitamins A, B, C, and D." Great. And we do that. But we've had more and more demand from large uh, supplement companies, supplement brands saying, hey, we want to use OK Capsule too, but we need Okay capsule to provide that front-end experience to the consumer, like a, a quiz, for example. So today we have uh, a, a pretty simple questionnaire that's white-labeled that any supplement brand can I- implement on their own front-end website, and they can walk customers through a, a pretty simple quiz that'll just ask the basics that as a doctor i would ask right it's like age gender health goals health conditions what supplements are you currently taking you know some some pretty basic stuff but the ai is getting so good that soon it's going to be able to recommend more accurately really and better questions than than the general ones i'm asking Uh, it'll be able to ask great questions and make great recommendations so that's certainly in our future, but it's uh, it's not something I'm saying is going to be available anytime soon because there's still just a whole lot of unknowns with that.
0: Yeah, but it's certainly an exciting field. Before I let you go, what's next for you? Is there anything that you want to talk about? Any announcements or updates?
1: Um, yes, there's, I can only say so much. We have some very exciting partnerships coming this year. These are deals that we've signed are clients that we're launching. And these are some of we'll say some of the biggest retail brands of supplements that you know, household names that people know, and also uh, doing a bit in the professional supplement space, as a professional in the healthcare healthcare practitioner, Uh, I am really excited that we'll be helping integrative healthcare practitioners transition from recommending, you know, three, four, five different plastic bottles of pills. Make it easy for these healthcare practitioners to sell these personalized packets. And the reason I'm so excited about that is because supplements only work when you take them. (laughs) I Mm -hmm. I know, and I know it sounds like you know it's so silly to say, but when I was when I was practicing. You know, I, I could make a great recommendation to a patient and I know that it would help them, but they kind of have to do it, they have to take the pills three times a day for like six weeks. But if they did it, they would see great results. And you know, almost every single time people would be like, Well, you know, I I took it you know twice a day for the first two weeks, and then I kind of trailed off. Because compliance is just really hard when you're asking people to do something that's kind of annoying, like open plastic bottles, molt <laughs> several of them multiple times a day. And then what happens when you travel? Or I forgot to take them this morning and because, and then I went to work and I missed my whole morning. You know, So packets also just increase compliance tremendously. And that's something I'm just so excited about because again, stuff works, it works. Supplements can work so well if you're taking the right supplements for you, the right and, and a, a quality supplement that's efficacious and has the right form of the ingredients. But you also have to take it, and you ha- and you typically have to take it, you know, for several days to weeks before you notice any result. And that's the, I think, one of the biggest challenges for people. I think this form factor, you know, helps tremendously, and if you couple that with the doctor's recommendation or healthcare practitioner's recommendation, I think we'll see tremendous results that I'm really excited for.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's my biggest thing when I talk with people. I always say it's not like when you take an Advil or whatever, and you're Headache is solved. It's gonna take a few weeks, maybe even a few months, right? And that's just one thing that we mm-hmm. need to drill into consumers' heads that I, you know, they often don't even realize.
1: Yeah, it's true. I think that's one of our biggest challenges in this industry. And it's unfortunate because we're we're so used to like instant gratification or even pharmaceuticals tend to have a pretty noticeable effect right away. Yeah. And that's great. I use I use pharmaceuticals all the time for for the right things, but for kind of a chronic illness or for trying to optimize yourself, you you have to stick with it past the point of your brain saying, ah, this is boring. I don't want to do it. And that's a, that's been, I think, a challenge in this industry forever.
0: Certainly. So that's very exciting to hear about your partnerships. I imagine you can't say who they're with, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. But hopefully <laughs> we'll all know soon enough.
0: Okay. So that is something we'll have to be on the lookout for. Okay Capsules CEO and co-founder, Dr. Andrew Brandeis. Thank you so much for joining me here on the Nutracast. Thanks for having me, Danielle. If you like what you just heard, you can subscribe to the NutraCast wherever you get your podcast. You can also head to nutriingredients usacom for even more neutral-related content. Thank you for listening. I'm Danielle Masterson. As always, I'll catch you here on the NutraCast next week.